Welcome to Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. My name is Danny Guts, and with me as always is John Trainer. What's up, John? Hey, Dan. How are you doing? Oh, I am so pumped. <laughs> me too. Yes, for this episode, but also we literally just finished recording, and it'll be out next week, our first Patreon-exclusive like regular style episode we used to have the the monthly episodes there but this is our first kind of regular style episode that will be only on the patreon that's right that's right and these are going to be uh yeah a, a little more out there uh a little a little raw uh this is the stuff that dan and i have been wanting to do full episodes on but either there's just not quite enough we love it so much we can't help ourselves and we have to talk about it um or like some interesting kind of new formats so i am super excited about these yeah we uh should we say what it is it'll be out next week yeah. it'll be the yeah, totally. uh the in between weeks for the regular listeners patreon listeners will get an episode every week so uh, the first one coming will be the band is no fences and it is the dead horse ep and if that doesn't ring any bells to you you don't know john or i <laughs> but it is a hardcore or it's an album of hardcore covers of Garth Brooks songs. And yes. I don't want to say more about it. You just have to go jump over to the Patreon and hear that when it comes out next week. It it is a lot. It's so much fun. Yes. Chicago That's all I'm going to say about it. Midwest punk. It it hits all our it hits all our spots. I'm I'm trying to to give the tease without giving my thoughts, but I'm still in the mode of that episode because we just recorded it. So I'm well, like, let me here's my thoughts. It, <laughs> we are going to talk about I want to dance with somebody who you know you were just telling me Garth Brooks is like your childhood. This Whitney Houston song, I listened to this all the time as a kid. I love this song. This is like burned into my mind. So I was so excited to put these songs together. We actually had, uh, how many was it? It was like <laughs> almost 40 songs. That oh, I was like, Dan, yeah. I don't know what to do. I can't cut these down at all. And Dan was like, oh, maybe I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, even then it was like. like <laughs> I was fighting them every, I, every I know, step of the way. <laughs> I know what to cut, but I'm only cutting it for time. Like I'm not cutting it for quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, like, we can't be here for three and a half hours we're gonna have to cut it somewhere do you want to jump right in because i yeah i think this first one will help settle my energy i i really really like it but it does slow it down in a very fun interesting way yeah it's definitely yeah whitney houston right whitney houston's i want to dance with somebody it's like a pop hit like i like to imagine everybody here has heard it and they you know what it is and it's like super dancey like there's gonna be some really dancing ones but we don't really have a lot of like straightforward covers today um there's just too much interesting too many interesting takes on it yeah so, and yeah. honestly if you've ever been in a bar on a friday or saturday or to any wedding ever like this song just <laughs> is a party song it doesn't matter what kind of party it is but this version itself not a party not, song. not the party anthem we've all come to know <laughs> Yeah, there's going to be a lot of variation here. Let's get into it. Illuminati hotties. Uh, I think we talked about them before. Mm 
So this is a, a one-woman project from Sarah Tudson. And their their bio on Instagram says, someone who says no prob and means it. <laughs> She's awesome. I'm trying to remember. She did a Christmas cover that I really loved. Um, she's on tour with Boy Genius and Carly Rae Jepsen, which is like awesome. Oh, fun. Isn't it so good, though? Oh, wow. Broken Social Scene's on that tour, too. Oh, and Barty Strange? Although I don't think they overlap in any of these spots here. That may be Pitchfork. <laughs> No, that's the Boy Genius store. It's all those people. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's Carly Rae Jepsen in some spots, Broken Social Scene in other spots, and it, like it's combinations of the five bands that are oh, listed. Whoa. That's a fun sounding show. sound of that like down tuned guitar it finds a way to simplify the song but keep it really interesting yeah i like how uh i like how this song can be applied as like a dance song like a fun dance song and it can also be like super sad kind of like that robin song oh dancing on my own yeah. Yeah, it just lends itself so well to be a sad song. Although, I think that Robin song is more... <laughs> it is a sad song. <laughs> yeah, but I want to dance with somebody who's a song song. It's a sad song, too. Isn't it? Wait, am I? did I misinterpret it? I, I think it's more like getting ready to go out to a club more than like longing for that type of interaction with somebody or whatever hmm. but is that because of the music is that because of the way whitney houston sings it like or is it actually the the contents of the lyrics i think it's because it's a dance song i think what we're we're finding with this illuminati hotties version and actually play let's, let's jump right into the next one because they all kind of stay in the same territory yeah the the next one is august green this one's a little more upbeat, though. It's like a hopeful. Clock strikes upon the hour and the sun begins to he, This reminds me so much of another... Uh, is it... Maybe it's Sufjan Stevens. Like oh, there's the definitely a little of that there, running. yeah. For the vocals specifically. I can't put my finger on why. I don't know what it is. It's like some sort of chorus or something. His voice is so nice, though. I like it a lot. 
Now, give me one sec. <laughs> there is another August Green. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was trying to figure out why the name sounded so familiar. I I never actually listened to it, but there was a I think an album, and the name is August Green, but it's Common and Robert Glasper, and I don't know who the other person was. The, but the jazz musician Robert Glasper. Yeah. Oh. And now it's definitely older because like this came out recently. Oh, yeah. This so I'm like 2021, I think. Yeah. Is this dude just trying to get get clicks or is his name actually August Green? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think August Green appears to do a lot of covers. OK. Uh, this one by far is the seems to be the most popular. And I get it. It's working great for me. Oh yeah, I, I do like this. I don't wanna I don't wanna taint the the opinion with my confusion over the name. <laughs> oh, Kareem Riggins. Another jazz musician was the third guy. Oh, so in, that doesn't sound like August Green at all. And August Green. I like the different ways that they do this part too. This is where this cover loses me a little bit to be honest, but I think the uh, the verses and chorus uh, in August Greens is it it's like it it still has that kind of slow acousticy folky feel, but it takes the kind of Illuminati hottie sadness into uh, like a folky hopefulness. Yeah, and this this next one kind of. It's it's still there. I think I'm back in a in a positive on this one. I think this is another one in this kind of the lighter side of I want to dance with somebody that I really liked. It's Morgan Harper Jones. strikes upon the hour and the sun begins to fade isn't her voice awesome i Still really like <laughs> to figure out how to chase my blues away i've been a writer to now it's the light of day that shows me how when the night falls my lonely heart calls oh i want to dance with somebody i want to feel the heat with somebody 
Accent makes it really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I just the vocal way it's like vocalized. I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's oh, really? so I love it. I, I'm only feeling positive emotions, but there's just so it's like such a weird mix of them that I'm like I I don't know what's happening. Well, this really like takes it apart a little bit. Like she doesn't really follow the rhythm of the song. It's all like almost like it's like it's not sung uh, spoken, but it, it takes a lot of liberties with the rhythm. My lonely heart calls. Oh, <laughs> On her Instagram, it says, Pursuing music as a side to fund my knitting career. Feel that. That, that is exactly. Actually, you know what? That encapsulates everything that I've been trying to put into words. That's exactly it. <laughs> Uh, oh, she crushed like this she part. Like, she nails this part. I think this ending is really the, the highlight. With somebody who loves me. Oh, it's so good. Now, we are getting into fun territory for me coming from philadelphia pennsylvania there's a few philadelphia uh artists here oh you'll have to tell me the other ones this is the only one i knew beforehand it is marion hill and i don't love this version but i do like this band <laughs> do you know them they they had a pretty big hit a couple years ago that's one of those that you could probably sing along to it i couldn't even tell you what the name is but it's definitely like pre-pandemic, but you still hear it from time to time. I remember I tagged it the other day and was like, what is this? But it was, it was them again. I like the, um, I like what they do the vocals. I think that stuff's really fun. There's a lot of that coming up, so. <laughs> I, I wish it did more of the intermixing. Because the the sparseness of the vocals mixed with kind of the more weird sounds of the electronic music is like I don't know, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like this part a lot though. They're like oh, if it was more full like this the whole way, like if it stayed here and like the chorus built something else on top of this, I think I probably would like it a lot more. Like, I don't mind the song being slowed down to kind of put it in another place. Yeah, but it's like the resetting. I, I do still need it to be a full song. Like, I just feel like the sparseness of this just doesn't work with it for me for whatever mm -hmm. reason. But I do really like this band. You guys should I check really out. like the, the, yeah. the really deep kind of builds and stuff, though. I know what you mean, though. That it doesn't like it kind of brings you back down it like teases you yeah 
I remember right though. I think the ending makes it work. Well, the the ending is the big sell for a lot of these. <laughs> a lot of the ones that uh almost didn't make the cut, the ending is what <laughs> kind of put them through. I really like this though. I can see, like, this is definitely not your kind of thing. <laughs> but this, this would have worked for me. Really? Like, I, I don't, I don't hate this type of electronic where it, like, kind of finds its vibe and kind of just rolls in it. But the, the sparse side of it, I'm like, I don't know, all right. Yeah, it's a little bit of, like, an anti, anti-dance song. What's a different word for sparse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like uh, empty. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I use that word too much too. To be <laughs> totally transparent, the other day I was googling like how to critique. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, getting I better. Learn, I should probably learn this someday. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I I like. Um, I think that's what I like about it. I like I like all the pieces, and yeah, together it does not make me want to dance with somebody. No, but I kind of like that. Like I like that it kind of. Uh, it doesn't let you have it, I guess. <laughs> I, I think it's the longing. Yeah. Like the, the longing in the Whitney Houston version is a hopeful longing. The longing in the few that we've heard so far is is kind of lacking the hopeful side of it, but it's still, there's a, a longing that really makes this song mean something. It's not just a fun dance song. There's meaning in it. Yeah, there's a lot to it. Don't worry, uh, we're coming up to several dance dance numbers. So <laughs> you know what? For for what they are, they're good. I thought I'm gonna say that and then we'll breeze through them. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We have next is Tyler Ward. Yeah, and I want everyone to know that I like this is all cut down. Like these are the ones that I absolutely could not live with cutting. Uh, we cut some really good ones. Oh, maybe that'll be a Patreon one day. We'll just go through and all the knock ones out that I the, couldn't have. the ten or twelve that that didn't make the cut. Because there are enough good ones in that to carry an episode on their own. But we needed to acknowledge the variety. As much as just cream. playing the good ones. Yeah. The cream rising to the top. Yeah, there's definitely some that are, uh, especially in this this side of it, that I liked a lot. But to make room for the other genres, there was just like, well, they might, they might be the best of the A tier, but we do need to put some B in here. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a. I think this is another artist that mostly does covers. I'm not 100 sure about that. Um, but I really, I really like his voice. This feels like, like singing competition voice to me. 
And like it that, does. Not in a bad way. And like I, I talk about that stuff more favorably than you do, so I know you're going to hear that as somewhat of an insult. But well, it's just no, one of those I that like... like yeah, yeah no, I can hear exactly this anywhere. Right. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of this and I, like usually i would pass over things like this but i like or not pass over this song like not pass over this guy because i like his voice but there's something about the way that these like acoustic artists are like interpreting this with the these like really big swells uh um i don't know how to say it like like it's like on the uh on the root of every on the kind of that big downbeat of every uh chord change they have these like really big sounding notes that like just ring out sometimes like a guitar i think this one it was like a viola or something i'm not really sure uh um, the other ones we just do uh illuminati hotties does it uh morgan harper jones did it big time um and I, I, it works so well for me, and I wouldn't have expected it from this song. I think, like, I kind of need to go back and listen to the original now, see if the original does it also. I don't think it does though. Like that big with the piano right there. Like all of these do it, and it works so well for me. The original does have a lot of kind of like just does it ring out like that? different pieces. I don't feel like any of these got too far away from the original, like conceptually. Like obviously they're not dance no, songs anymore, there. but like it's it's basically singing it with an acoustic guitar. There's something about the way that that note, that like deep note, rings out with the melody of the vocals that like it just dings some bell in me that I'm like I could listen to anybody doing this. I mean that little bit of drone that happens in this one is definitely. Yeah. A, a unique thing to this version. Yeah, like when you get to Whitney Houston covers, I think we saw this in um in uh I'll <laughs> Always Love You, where um and I guess that's I know that's a Dolly Parton covers, it's but a you know what I mean. Cover. Like half of them were Whitney <laughs> Houston covers. And then you get to these like uh um I'm trying to think of a terrible way to say like uh you know, like so, like song competition singers um that are trying to like match up against Whitney Houston. Um, and I like how there's not a ton of those, like, uh, Tyler Ward. Yeah, you're right. He sounds like a, you know, maybe somebody competing on the voice, like, well, like a, a competitor on the voice. Um, but he's not like doing a Whitney Houston thing or trying to be like, like technically wow you, you know? Yeah. And so I don't know, that may be some of it too, that like, it feels, uh, I don't know. It feels like they care about this song because they're not trying to overly Whitney Houston it, and they also have genuinely nice voices. I don't know. Yeah, man. something about this song is bringing the 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 voice the out in here. What's your show? <laughs> the mass singer. The mass singer. <laughs> they all just did. I want to dance with somebody. Be like genius. The show is genius. You know, I didn't even think to to check that. Uh, why don't you introduce the next one, and I will uh, check my mass Singer spreadsheet to see who's done it, because there's no way it hasn't been done. <laughs> Gladly. Uh, so next up, we have uh, Tom... Ooh, I actually didn't practice what I would say his name. Tom Speed? Spate. Spate? Tom Spate. Um, yeah, with the song, I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's like a little uh, indie emo -y or 
I like the background vocals in this. I totally do. It it elevates it to like a not a coffee shop. Do I just love this song so much there's no such thing as a coffee shop version for me? Maybe. I mean, I feel like this is a version you would hear played, you know, like on the speakers at a coffee shop, not played live by a guy in the corner of a coffee shop. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. There's just like, even this one, like, kind of stops me in my tracks, you know, where I'm like, oh, man, this is like, what a perfect cover of the song. I mean, I it, it just is it's a just great so song. so deep in the grooves <laughs> of my brain. Yeah, that, like, I can't, I can't accurately uh, pick out one that's it's my absolute favorite. I feel like this is the first time where you're leading an episode with the uh, the lyrics. <laughs> it's not even the lyrics. It's that, like it's the actual music. Something about the music. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I love the melody in this song. And like this, this to me is like the other side of the coin from Tyler Ward, where like Tyler Ward is the competition version. Maybe Tom Spate is the, um, yeah, like the coffee shop uh, vibe. Yeah. And a lot of times I'd skip over both. I don't know. I mean, to be fair, most of them, or both of them, almost didn't make my cut. <laughs> I thought I had to fight hard for them. <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad we kept them. I, I will say right? that. I, I'm glad we kept both of them. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, ta like everybody does a tasteful swell to this song. All these acoustic covers. Like, Illuminati Hotties actually is pretty, pretty straight down the middle. Where, like, she doesn't really use a lot of big swells. Um, or, like, huge dynamic changes, which I think actually is interesting. I think it's like a cool choice. Yeah, I think that was to the song's benefit, or to that version's benefit. Yeah, it's definitely like a little more creative. Because uh, yeah, it turns out you can hit all of my buttons with uh, the right <laughs> swell. <laughs> well, do we want to roll to the uh, the link I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know why actually, I didn't you know think what? of this before. <laughs> Let's do Aiden James is the last. Uh, no, you know what? Actually, this is the perfect time to do this. So I, I will say I remember the person being on the show, but I don't remember how the song went on the show. So I don't know where it fits here. So wherever we drop it is very random. <laughs> OK, perfect. So Let's it's up, it. up to you where we put it. Do you want to do it now? No, now is great. What is the who am I? Who, uh, set me up here. I'm kind of surprised that the thought didn't cross my mind immediately because i mean we've talked about the singing competition thing obviously this song was done on the mess singer uh the the character is the black widow 
do you want to start playing it and then I'll I'll tell you who it is as we go? Do you want to guess? What do you what are you Black doing Widow. here? Let's do it. All right. No, so, I want to see. Oh, like an actual spider. Oh yeah. Oh, this is way different. You know, this is somebody who had a professional music career. <laughs> is it Kronk? That would be amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, the dancing. That's All right, who is it? Tell me. This is Raven Simone. Okay, that's a raven? That is, that's a raven. <laughs> yeah, she she hits a couple notes that are good. Well, this is the song. Like, this is pretty yeah. just straight up. This is like, I actually just skipped all of these because they're all good. It's just yeah. too close to to the original. Uh, yeah, you have to wear a costume to get a song like that on this episode. <laughs> you hear that? You hear that, celebrities? Everybody out there. <laughs> Uh, well, so this night I told you there was one more, at least one more Philadelphia artist. This next oh, is this one of them? Yeah, Aiden James. Um, Interesting. He's like a, a producer. This is kind of starting to take us a little more into the into the electronic. World. Yeah, this definitely starts to uh, tip that way. Uh, I think there was more too that ended up getting cut. It's so funny you said I was a little worried. I was like, I wasn't sure if you were going to be into it or not. I really enjoy how many different elements work their way into this song. Right? Yeah, dude, I even looked past the, uh, the acapella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, it stopped me, and I was like, mm, and I kept going. I'm glad I did. I feel like... 
I, I could be wrong about it. Like, maybe just this time around, I'm more, like, receptive to the different pieces. But it doesn't feel like, like, any time he goes into the chorus, it's done the same way. Yeah, right. No, it is. You're right. It's totally different. Which, it feels weird. Like, it's weird feeling. Like, it's it does sound disjointed. But I think it's on purpose. check out more Aiden James. I will say, uh, you know, looking at his uh, page, one of the discovered on the playlist is on something called Gay Summer 4. And every song in here is incredible. At least, I don't know every song, but at least all the artists are amazing. uh, It has like many of my... Many of my favorites, including some great covers. <laughs> including <Which> The Who? Listening <laughs> Clover and Lucy Docks' Dancing in the Dark. Like, so a lot of these that I've talked about a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. There's there's a good chunk of great songs on here. And I'm sure the other ones are, too. I, I just to, don't know them. Yeah, I need to listen to this. God, a Deem the Artist into Arlo here. Parks? That's a great... I'm telling you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's looking like a gay summer for me. Wow, there's a song off the uh, newest ABBA record on there, too. There's a bunch of Chicago bands on there, too. Which means it's fairly current. (laughs) Hey, friends and weirdos, I'm Meg. And I'm Alyssa, and we're the hosts over at the podcast Real Chills. Do you love the unexplained? Do you listen closer for things that go bump in the night? If so, Real Chills Podcast is for you. The best part is, all our stories are true. You can check us out on Spotify. And if you have a story you'd like to share, email us at realchillspodcast at gmail.com. All right, we're going from there out to, out to France. I want to prepare you, Dan, because this is one of my favorites. We're like, this this is the one for me. (laughs) Yeah, this this is the easiest yes I had on the whole uh, cutting songs experiment. I I, I heard like three seconds of this one and I was like, yep, keeping it on to the next one. It's (laughs) La Imperatrice. I don't know how to speak French, but I hope I was close. I think you know that. Yeah, this is, we're getting into solidly uh, electronic covers here. Yeah, this is like disco meets house, and that might be my genre, actually. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. (laughs) It's got like the disco melody and disco kind of bass, and then all those other little house elements that I'm like, okay. Totally. Yeah, 
See, this is why I would be a bad DJ, I think, Dan, because I would play this song at a bar, and I'm not so sure people would love it. Like, I, if I was at a bar, I would go insane. I, I feel like this would be a great... I mean, I, obviously, I would want the original at, like, dance floor time, but I feel like this would be a great dinner time at a wedding song. Where like everybody would stay invested because they know it and it's good, but you know, you don't feel like you're call. missing the dance floor. That's a great call. Oh, they're coming to Chicago in August. Really? I didn't actually know that they were a modern band. Uh, they started in 2012. But yeah, just as Lollapalooza though, so. They're, they're doing festivals this summer. You know, they trick you every year. Lollapalooza and uh, and Pitchfork. Looks like everyone's coming to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Right, Fest. They all have deals, too, where they like aren't allowed to play here for like six months before and after or something crazy. Is that for everybody or is that just for like the big headliners? I think it's everybody. I think it's like every festival has a different rule. Like, I... I get it but that's also wild so for these lame. smaller bands no. like i know like i get this when you don't want like awesome, the smile playing again well sure a little rumbly i think i love this part because if you just played this for me i would have no idea what song they were doing and you'd love it oh well, yeah absolutely so much every time that came on when i was preparing for this i was like i just want to stop and listen to the whole thing yeah that's definitely a band that uh will probably make an appearance on our month in review episode <laughs> yeah i actually haven't gone and listened to any of their stuff yet like now yeah i wonder what i'm missing out on here yeah i i, I saved one of their albums for uh probably tomorrow yeah smart now it's gonna get really fun so we're gonna go oh. probably a little more fast, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fly through this next one. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we are. You wanted to get you. Know, let's just get let's get right, right into it. All right, it's Roxanne. <laughs> yeah, so this <laughs> this starts off with a lot of sounds. Yeah, sound, right. nothing get, like the song. Get me to the song. Uh, <laughs> I'll skip forward a few seconds. A few seconds. Nope, it's not yet. A few more seconds. You're like starting to We're get getting there. Right? We're getting there. Oh. <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> what is he spelling? 
sure. And Roxanne's like a pop star from the 2000s, I think. Oh, I have no idea. I didn't even look. I did not bother to look this one up. I think it's like Europop. If you couldn't tell. Don't worry, it kicks in. I love this chorus. Nah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. ahead just a little bit because I think it adds even more. I am just looking at our list and seeing how far it is until we get to one I like again. <laughs> <laughs> I love, all right. I think that's good enough. You everyone gets the gist. I don't know man. I'm into it. that chorus specifically. Like it's a it's a slow burn, maybe I'm gonna say too slow of a burn. Uh if it like, weren't for chorus, the... I like the effort needed to get to the song itself no, I get it. was more than I wanted to give it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But the 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 payoff for that chorus, I don't know, man. That needs to be cut up and put somewhere and made good use of. <laughs> I, would, I, I want to know. Like, I, obviously, I can't go back and find out, but I want to know how much more I would like that song if I didn't hear the first minute. Good question. I'll never know. It's impossible to know. But good question. Because I generally there's oh, nothing man. offensive <laughs> about it aside from that. It's strange, Dan. Can I? I we're gonna go take a little, just like a tiny detour. Uh, uh, on the same album, Roxanne also did Bill Withers' "Ain't No Sunshine." Oh no! It is almost ten minutes long. Oh no! Yeah, so we're just gonna like, skip through it a little bit because like I have to know what it is. It's just her saying I know for five minutes straight. The wild thing is, she probably just straight up sang the song and then somebody was like, I'll fix it. <laughs> yeah, it's less interesting. Makes you appreciate I want to dance with somebody, I think. Yeah, I also... I, I think I, I probably still feel this way. Bill Withers is my favorite singer. <laughs> okay, so this didn't help. So <laughs> I'm like... Endear Roxanne to you at all. You got, you got a lot of work to do there. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> all right, let's get out of there. Because we're, we're back into... Uh, a little more fun territory with this one. Oh, they 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 squander a, a good start to me, but Nora Van Elken and Walstead. I love the beginning. Me 
too. It has such an energy that does not maintain. <laughs> Maybe it comes back. I didn't listen far enough, but. It just gets so generic. <laughs> yeah, I'll skip ahead a bit. I think it's sort of more the same. I'll be like, honest, I did not. I, I added this because of how much I love the, like this chorus. Like right right when they start singing the, the chorus for the second time, I was like, oh man. <laughs> like, but that, that first hit is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a little one note, but uh one note. It's the same. <laughs> it's the literal definition of one note. <laughs> it works though. Yeah, I, I hear you. I don't know. I have fun. Yeah, I, I get it. This is why we're blowing through these a little faster. But that clip does again just like Roxanne that clip does really work for me I mean Roxanne's like you got to admit like Roxanne what Roxanne did with that chorus is pretty damn interesting yeah right? it, it gets <laughs> it kind of gets pushed back down by the way that next one came out like when I, when I hear the the Roxanne chorus versus the Nora Van Elken one I'm like all right, it wasn't really that good because the Nora Van Elken one is great, <laughs> right? Well, okay, I see. Like, I like the Roxanne one; it's weirder, but like, what an interesting take on like I, I just I don't I feel like I've never heard I don't think anything else on here sounds like that in a way that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I keep agreeing with you, but on the other side, right, key distinction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. We we get into a couple here that I thought were a little too samey, yeah. but I I was I wasn't able to make a choice. Like I I do like they're they're, they're pretty well grouped here from what you gave me. The the next two I thought kind of hit the same buttons, but I I do like them both, and you couldn't decide which one to get rid of, so we kept them both. <laughs> I specifically wanted both. <laughs> it's let's do it. Benny Bridges. There's this whole another here killer take on the intro here. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of uh, like stretching the the vocals or like speeding it way up. Yeah. I really like that that little uh, melody there. I I think for me it's that I don't love the versions that are just the chorus. Yeah, but if you're at like a club, you know, if you think about it like from a DJ perspective. Oh, I, I don't, I don't fault the effort. Like, this is and the like part they, that would work, you know? They do a, a fantastic job with them, honestly. But it's just like, all right, great. You said seven words and played it over and over for two and a half minutes. Like, I cannot tell you for sure that this is not just Whitney Houston slowed down. I mean... I would buy that because it's unnatural. I love this. 
Like this may be the one out of this little group that I would actually listen to the most. This was the one that was definitely up there for me too. Like you, you put in enough of a, an argument to keep them both, but this is the way I was leaning. Oh, and this is this year. Is it really? Yeah, how about that? Oh, wait, no. Oh, he did it again this year. Oh. With another fella, Sam Felt. Oh, we're going to hear that one? Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So some more Benny Bridges, the updated version. Oh, give it to me, Benny. If this was one of the choices you gave me initially, I would have just cut out all the other ones. I don't know, man. I'm into it so far. No, that's what I mean. Like, this one... Oh. This is the one. <laughs> like... Uh, it's like a different style. It's like a different genre. This is gonna have like big bass drops. I can just feel it. Yeah, see, this is not my type of uh, electronic music. I don't really like this kind of EDM. I get it, but... Yeah, yeah, I this dig that. This is not that. my kind of thing. I get it. Do you really? I do. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Guys, you gotta go to like the festivals and stuff. Uh, I, I will never, unless somebody wants me to go and brings me to it. <laughs> it will never be my idea, but I wouldn't mind the experience once or twice. I, you know what I would do is I would go to, we need to host, uh, I want to dance with somebody fest. Or just every DJ on Earth comes and does their take on I Want to Dance with Somebody. I feel like that's a song that you could actually get away with. Uh, I'd be in heaven for a day. <laughs> I think so, like, Benny Bridges' original 2019 Dance with Somebody, that, to me, is the one. It's that, like, I don't, I, I wish I knew my electronic genres a little better, but yeah, it's something like that lighter house. I... Um, I like it's the vocals style. on that one better. The full package of the other one I like. You need like a big show. Yeah. Big. You need big drops. I I like the way it is constantly moving towards something. Mm. Where a lot of these other kind of electronic versions are just doing the same thing and then doing it again and then calling it a two and a half minute song you even know, though they did nothing i want to defend it though because that other version of dance with somebody i think actually arguably does less it just does it uh while turning up the volume and then turning it back down and turning it back up again well if you i i am not going to tell you to put it back on but <laughs> if you if you listen the instrumentation is constantly doing something like there the the bass has this drone that it's i mean you you were calling it out but like it's tipping its hand that the next drop is coming 
and all that stuff is just moving in a direction and doing it in unique ways every time. It's not just building, drop, build, drop, build, drop, whatever. But it was using different instruments and different tones and different kind of, I want to call it patterns because it's electronic music and I know how to make it. But like, it just, it's setting, it's setting up the same drops, but in a different way. Yeah. I like the spit like yeah, I like the space that the that the 2019 one has. It like it it yeah, I don't know. It it it's about the electronic notes you don't play, Dan, and that's what you never understand. <laughs> well, you honestly, the... <laughs> the the ones I do end up liking and kind of keeping in that way that we talk about are mm-hmm. the ones that fit that that you're talking about. But yeah. None of the ones we've heard so far are ones that I will likely to keep. <laughs> like you need, you need, I want to dance with somebody is, is such a dance song to you. You need something that like amps up the danceness. And yeah. And I'll I, be honest, I did not pick any that amped it up. <laughs> I, I didn't mind any of the, uh, the ones that kind of hit the introspection. Yeah. But like, if you're going to do that, do that. That's fine. They committed to it and carried it all the way through. The dance songs are just like, what if we played this really fun chorus again? It's so funny because I could have probably, if I would have thought of that as I was going through these, I probably could have picked out ones that like did more with it. But I was kind of thinking about it as like, okay, well, nobody's going to top the original in terms of like the perfect amount of like actual dance song. And so like, I'm going to find ones that do something a little different and here like that little different thing is that sort of like housey does something interesting with the chorus and then is you know like a little bit of like a a lighter straight ahead kind of dance beat you know but the next one <laughs> i i because it doesn't it, we're not getting away from the conversation by getting into the next song <laughs> it's, it's all the same it's <laughs> it's very samey and like these were the two that i was like yeah, these were the only two I would have kept them both, but there's a lot of electronic in this episode. But it's uh it's high tech. Yeah. Benny Bridges goes low, high tech goes high. And when I listened to him, I was like, that is the only difference. <laughs> it's kind of true, yeah. Well this one uh is um gosh, I wish I knew. But this is more your type of like uh it has a build uh it's a little more of a you know i i do like that this one feels more live in that way that like i know it's an affected vocal and all that stuff but like it feels like something that you could actually sing this actually is from this year as far as i can tell (laughs) but it's like yeah I also like this chorus, but the chorus is not what sells this song for me. It's like almost literally everything else is what makes this song an all-time great. Yeah. And the chorus is, it's fine. This may actually just be a sample. I'm not totally sure. But like the... Yeah, but this hits a little more of the like regular DJ, Yeah. Uh, you know, live DJ ad build-ups and the drops and the cut out the the bass and then cut out the high end. 
Yeah, like the the chorus in this song is like the one sentence thesis. Like the rest is like the actual argument. Like that's I'm here for the argument. This is gonna make everyone go bananas though if you play this. Oh, this one I would put this one on at a party for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's definitely the first one that we've come across that that reached that goal. Yeah, it could actually work. <laughs> now these next two are definitely more in line with what I would typically go for, but having both of them made me feel like maybe <laughs> maybe we don't need either of them. And yet it turns but out. But we got both of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's too many left hands, all one word, and Bertie Scott. It's just, this like electronic, I don't even know if I'm saying electronic music right. <laughs> I think it's just EDM, but it's like so far out of my uh, world that like, I don't even know the, I don't know the reputations, I don't like know who to look for. I don't even know what like the typical, you know, the signature sounds of these different styles are. Yeah, I mean, it's such a massive genre that to try to get in it at this point feels so difficult. It'll happen. Someday it'll happen. I mean, I've definitely found stuff I like, especially from doing this show. But yeah, it still feels like there's just I so much. I know the names. Like, because this beat specifically is, is something that's used all the time. You can't say the wrong thing to, to people with the medium. Um, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to school us on EDM, <laughs> we are talking about with the, the the Garth Brooks episode we just did, talking about it, like doing it for country, like, if somebody wants to give us a, an EDM history, I honestly wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, especially where we are now. Like, I want to know, like, the outlines of, you know, all the different styles. Well, whatever this style is, it's carried through pretty evenly to the next one here. Hard Lights, Bamer, and The High. Everyone loves just messing with the vocals here, and it, it, honestly, it works for me every time. Yeah, hear, hearing these two back to back, I was like, oh. <laughs> It bummed me out. I got I got into it the first time, and then this came on. And I was like, uh, "Never mind." <laughs> really? It was like that discovery that like your favorite band is only doing covers. <laughs> like we're like, "Oh, it's not actually that unique." <laughs> so, the best I can t tell from playlist that this is on. Maybe this is Electro House. Okay. But you see what I mean? Where like this one and the last one, they're like clearly all wildly different styles. And that's kind of why I wanted to keep them all, because like they do similar things with the songs, but they do them in different ways in these different styles. I just like don't know them well enough to really be able to talk about them. But I do find it interesting. Well I 
I am happy that we reached this point because <laughs> it does mark <laughs> a, a very clear line of uh, and, and a clear delineation here. We are your EDM gauntlet. We we have <laughs> reached the end, and here we are now with Rose Cousins to uh, get me back on track. Yeah, and we are not out of the electronic. Uh... No, not here. not entirely. This is just now come back down away from sort of, yeah, sort of more dancey stuff. We're calming down. Yeah, th this has a more complete feel to it. Well, like it, oh, yeah. it, it's set out to make a song, not just a thing people could dance to. Which like time and a place, but we're recording this on a weeknight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I could go out dancing right now, I think. Well, it's a different time where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this cool though? I did really like this one. I she's like a little in front of the beat, like she's singing a little in front of the beat, I think. And it, it really changes it for me. You know what this felt like? This felt like when you've had like seven days straight of crazy summer heat and then it rains. This uh, this yeah. is that very welcome rainstorm. Just to cool everything off for a little while. Um, I, I think I would have liked it anywhere in this playlist, but I especially appreciate it right here. It's <laughs> like your oasis. <laughs> yeah. I almost made a like, don't look so back in anger strange. joke, but I didn't do it. <laughs> the way the 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 vocal melody changes, not the melody, but the way like the rhythm changes there, and it like it gets a little ahead. It's so, it, I find it so interesting. It's like so interesting to listen to. Like, it almost makes it, the whole song sound wrong. I like know this song so well. Yeah, because at its core, it's simple, but it's doing just enough in the way you're you're talking about it. They're like just those slight changes, that slight variation is enough to really kind of push it out of the pack. Yeah, it like grabs my attention by doing that. <laughs> This one's really up there for me, too. Alright, let's go to the next one. I just love the... I love the... It's such an interesting take on the song. Yeah, the layered vocals and everything about it, too. The... The next one... I think these were two of the easiest yeses I had for this entire episode. It's Cosby. Yeah, this one's really cool too. Like still electronic, but this like it just the full band feel of it. Yeah, works better for me. Like that's that's just my kind 
kind of musical background, I guess, but like, maybe one day I'll look back at this episode and be like, I was 100% wrong. I'm totally disagreeing with myself, but as things are now, this is more of the direction for me. Had you ever heard of this band before? I feel like I should have the little bit I was reading about them. It feels like they've been in places that I would have seen. Especially yeah, with it feels vaguely kinda, familiar. Their, their album came out last year and the the cover looks very familiar. So I, I wonder if when I was doing the uh, crams at the end of the year trying to hear everything uh. that came out <laughs> that maybe it's one that I came across. This was on that album. Maybe the closest to like a straight ahead kind of honoring of the original song that we have on here. With like a lot of interesting flourishes. But it like it stays pretty close to the original. You know I, I don't want to get to it just yet, because I, I still there's parts of the song coming up that I really like. But honestly, I feel like the next one is the one that tried the most just be like <laughs> we're gonna do that song um maybe but like if you listen like this hits all the same notes it has basically the same uh definitely the same rhythm it has like it's hitting all the same melodies but then it it like modernizes it all a little bit with like the production Like now we're just doing it, especially with the the percussion. Yeah, I like how she doesn't try to like Whitney Houston it though. Like she keeps it kind of like a um, yeah, kind of like a, a little more indie. There's like a little more emotion to it than just like a you know super technical. All right, now let's get to the next one. Oh, I love that. That whatever that. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was the stuff I wanted to make sure we oh. we heard. But the longer I sit, just right above this next one, <laughs> you just can't wait. You gotta I, get to it. Dan's always saying, whenever this band comes up, we gotta we gotta include this. The first playlist you sent me, not like before the cuts of the pre-show today even like the <laughs> the even bigger list <laughs> this was at the very top of it and i was like well that one's got to go obviously and like i i knew the answer was was no i knew i was going to get overruled on it but i had to make it clear and again this band has come up on the show before <laughs> i have no immediate distaste for this band but i did not like this it's <laughs> fallout boy <laughs> Yeah, they do something here. I was really surprised to find so few rock covers that were worth talking about. Well, I mean, 
I don't want to <laughs> get the audience totally out, but the next two are great rock covers. <laughs> yeah. One in a more ironic way, but whatever. I still but love it. What I like about this is it is straight ahead, but it uses like rock instrumentation. And so like it does change it quite a bit. So John. What? How does this one make the cut? And Weezer's not allowed on the show. Um Alright, let me tell you why exactly. Because Weezer wouldn't do... If Weezer did Whitney Houston, it would sound exactly like the Whitney Houston song. Like, not... not Whitney, This sounds like Fall Out Boy playing Whitney Houston. Well, I think this only sounds like Fall Out Boy because Patrick Stump has a really good and unique voice. Well, but they're not doing anything unique. <laughs> no, I would say the singing is the least interesting part of this. I would say it's more the... I'd say probably it's more on the guitar, but it uses it has it has more of like a more of a rock beat, and it sounds like a rock song. It sounds like I want to dance with somebody as a rock song. You know what I mean? I like the Weezer I doesn't think do it that. Misses. Weezer is like I am being Africa. Like I am Toto. I'm not. It's like Toto cosplay. Like Fall Out Boy knows that they're Fall Out Boy. They don't think that they're Whitney Houston right now. I think it misses the mark. It's. I'm not saying it's the. It's not my favorite one. They're doing. They like. Sounds to me like they love. I want to dance with somebody, and they're like, we should play it like Fall Out Boy. And they are. And I'm not saying it's like the best thing in the world. It's a weird it sounds thing. Sounds like Fall Out Boy playing. I want to dance with. This is what I wanted Weezer to do. I wanted Weezer to play songs like Weezer. I, you know what I mean? I think I. It's the music that takes me out of it, actually. Like I, I think the vocals are what keep me into the end. But doesn't it sound like Fall Out Boy still? Like I, I think he has a really cool voice, and like oh, he does definitely. Even yeah. if it's a song I'm not loving, I can listen to his voice. Like he's, he's got a good enough voice that I'll be like, fine. Whatever. <laughs> but like the the guitar and drums specifically still sound like Fall Out Boy to me. Like it sounds like pretty signature Fall Out Boy, especially 2018 Fall Out Boy. I get it. Listen, I get it. I get why it wouldn't why it wouldn't be your thing. But that is the reason why this is allowed. And Weezer for me is just as soon as Weezer plays a song in the style of My Name is Jonas, they'll be back on. They're welcome back. Well, I don't think we'll get there. I don't but think we, we will either. I'll, I'll, I'll tease a little bit. For our next episode, Weezer will be part of it, but if they're not doing the cover, they're being covered. Oh. Just just say, just throwing it out oh, there. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's legit. I, I accept it. That, that might be our end to an eventual Weezer inclusion, because I, I do want to see what the world of covers of Weezer has to offer. So we might actually yeah, get there I'm one into day. That. It's not that but, I hate Weezer. I like Weezer. I, I just love Weezer, yeah. Turquoise <laughs> album is so disappointing that I, I, I want a comeback. I want Weezer to redeem themselves. So I, the next time they put one out, I'll 
open mind, listening for Weezer to do Weezer and not uh, just, yeah, photocopies of the, the songs that they're recording. I feel bad. I hope Weezer doesn't listen to this. I, I hope they okay. do and they take it personally and come back to their their roots and show their show oh, their, their true colors. I'm so proud. I like we I like we like, honestly cool. It's the only album that they've put out where I was like like one hundred percent no. <laughs> like Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like I would love it. It's 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 personally offensive to me because I just want them to be themselves. And it would be awesome. You know it would be. Yeah. And like there there's quality stuff on every album they they might not all be 100 percenters but like there's quality stuff on every album yeah except for that <laughs> but anyway I, I don't i don't mean to get into this every time i'm sorry this show has just so become passionate. the anti-weezer show <laughs> but no i do i do accept your explanation of that like i, I think for me fallout boy is just a very it just is a genre at this point so many people did fallout boy after fallout boy became the biggest band in the world that like, true yeah, that's what a rock version of this would sound like. like <laughs> I think if it were not Fallout Boy, even if I just would came across a really cool singer on a rock band doing this, I probably would have liked it more. Hmm, that's interesting. See, I would feel the uh, the other way around because I like Fallout Boy. So if it was just a regular rock singer, I'd be like, eh, this is not not my thing. Yeah, I think the the Fallout Boyness of it is what ruined it for me even though his voice is what saved it for me so it's <laughs> it's really hard to figure out what it is i didn't like about it but it just didn't didn't click well dan forget about that because, because we're, we're, yeah. we got another uh, uh gem here talking talking about being yourself i mean this one is exactly what i was hoping for when i saw yeah. it on the list david byrne yeah he can only be himself and like for better or worse at this point too like there's like did you watch american utopia mm -mm. it was the uh spike lee directed uh concert film if, i don't know what to call it it's his broadway show so it's not necessarily a concert film but whatever that would be and it it's got hits and misses but it's just such a complete package that like the misses are just like all right, well, I'll get through the song. This performance is amazing. <laughs> He's really interesting. So, like, you want to see anything that he does. I love that he did this. I want to know what he did it for, because this is live, right? Yeah. Live from Austin, Texas is the album. And it's the closing song on the album. That's a great choice. Right? Could you imagine going to see David Byrne and he finishes with this? The chorus works so well, too. Wow, I'm looking at this. The track list on this is like the perfect track list. <laughs> like every, every Talking Heads song that I would want to hear live is on here. Talking Heads is one I need to get more into. I've like listened to a few of their albums, and I know like the big, big hits, but... It's going to be a research-heavy one, so it's not coming anytime soon, but I will uh, definitely put together a Talking Heads episode. Oh, that would be so fun. But they've influenced so many people and performed with so many people that, like, I... 
I know there's going to be a lot out there. <laughs> That's going to be really fun, though. Do that, does, does the Masked Singer ever do Talking Heads? I bet you they That'd have. That'd be fun. Yeah. I bet you there's like a once in a lifetime or something. I feel like that's kind of perfectly aligned with that show. Like a mascot singing a goofy song like that. Yeah. Isn't this great? Yeah, I love this. Well, unless it's on the last season or the season before, it has not been done yet. Talking heads. Sounds like a uh, big opportunity. Yeah, a big missed opportunity. Come on, and Vogue, <laughs> why didn't you do the Talking Heads songs? <laughs> now this next band is one hundred percent a joke. Yeah, and typically that would have me rolling my eyes a little bit, but. They pull it off. Yeah. It's tragedy. Yeah, I was very quick to skip over this, uh, but I do my best. I listen to everything. Uh, tragedy, this album is called Death to False Disco Metal. Is it their only album? It is not their only album. They no, they have a couple. Cool. Yeah. This album starts with a uh, medley of Raining Blood and It's Raining Med. Oh, yeah, it's all disco stuff. Yeah, so that's where we're that's where we are right now. Got some ABBA on there. It was the 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 galloping double kick there that that really pulled me in. I was like, all right, you got me. <laughs> this is the type of thing that if you're gonna like, go on this adventure. You have to be good at it. Oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine a bad uh, metal disco band? Like, especially the songs that they picked for this, like Believe is on here. I mean, I just noticed uh, Dancing Queen's on here, so there's a couple ABBA songs on here. Yeah. I mean, if you scroll through their their different uh, albums, because there's a lot. There's a lot here. <laughs> Aquarius. I saw I Will Survive in there. Uh, 9 to 5. 9 to 5. That's incredible. Their newest came out this year. It's called I Am Woman. It has, yeah, I Will Survive. Old finger. Maybe we, uh, we do an episode on Death to False Disco Metal one day. Maybe, Maybe so. that's a Patreon I mean, episode. Yeah, their newest one is on Napalm Records, too, so it's not a small time. I wonder if this is a band made of, like, actual notable people doing a bit. But that's for us to find out on a different day when we will... But we're going to have to do this episode. <laughs> we haven't touched disco a whole ton, so that'll be a fun way in. <laughs> this is great. I have so much fun with it. Now, on to the next one, into a genre that I, I don't I don't claim to love it, but every time it comes up, I'm like, yeah, keep this on. <laughs> like, we are we are in the Pickin' On series. This is a an 80s cover album of the Pickin' On series. So mm -hmm. You can do that one. <laughs> I don't know. Brad Davis, it says. 
Yeah, I can never tell if it's all the same folks. I, again, picking on, I often do not include this stuff. But I think that this uh, just kind of straight ahead uh, bluegrassy banjo really works. This song works with everything. Uh, I cut out quite a bit of country songs here. Yeah, I think the uh, the way the picking on works is like one guy does the album. So it's not like picking on is one person, but each picking on album is one person. Okay. So this one's Brad Davis. Yeah, it's like this is Brad Davis, and it's uh, Mackenzie Rains is the singer. Okay. I mean, listen, Brad Davis, Guitar World magazine said that he's one of the greatest Texas guitarists of all time, according oh, wow. to his own Spotify. <laughs> so, listen. Uh, there's a Danger Zone to... cover on here. <laughs> of course there is. Uh, I understand why you wanted... You, you know, we're arguing that this should not be on it. I, I totally get it. It is doing exactly what you think a picking on would do to this song. And so if we didn't include it, you could probably just imagine what it was. But I want to include it because I, I am just... I'm constantly surprised at how much... This song just works with everything. Because this is not doing anything particularly, uh, you know, interesting with the, with the, um, you know, the vocals are kind of doing the same thing. The, the, the banjo kind of, it doesn't sound anything like I want to dance with somebody. Uh, and to me, it's still like, that's the same vibe of the song. I don't know, with just the, the banjo. And to me, yeah, this is cheesy. Like, I could see how someone would say it sounds cheesy. Um, it's the line dance version. Yeah, I guess it's the line dance version. Like, okay, so like, close your eyes. Could you picture this being an original song? No. Really? I feel like I can. Like, the dancing looks different, but... I think there's just a weird thing with this song where like it has to be a hit. And like that that it's might be <laughs> that might be why some of the other ones haven't been working for me is they just don't have that like it thing that is so inherent in this song. Yeah, I get that. And so like I wanted to play Pick It On sort of to set up this next one. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's roll through the next few here quickly because I, I do want to talk about them all a little bit they all have something to offer but we're we're pretty well in the country space here it's uh the delorean sisters is the next one yeah and this is where i think this is where a sort of similar vibe like really shines i believe this is a covers album but i don't think they're a covers band I think that's right. I'm not totally sure. They do Mother, and I listen to it, and it's pretty awesome. Oh, I listen to their uh, I'm on Fire. Who's that? Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I listened to Mother. It was awesome. I didn't listen to Modern Love, but that's one I'd like to hear also. Oh, the, this whole track list, like, this would be a great playlist. Like, I really like what you like, I think that this 
it, like it, it uh, explains what I was trying to, you know, say about the picking on song, and then this does it with like a little extra heart. Yeah, I feel like this one does have that that it that I was talking about with the last one, where like they're they're putting something else in it that this to me feels like it could be an original, like. Yeah. And it sounds like a country song, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. And like they're they're only putting a little of that twang on it. Yeah, it's still the same. Like song. only a little bit. Like they're not changing a ton. Like just the just a touch of it puts it in a whole right. new place. Right, and the picking on one as well, where it's like I believe that that's like a bluegrass song. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such, what an incredible song. I think the picking on series ruined bluegrass for me where i just don't believe any bluegrass song is original i'm just like oh they're just playing that with a banjo <laughs> it's fair you you can only listen to the acdc picking on cd once before you're like nothing means anything although i have <laughs> listened through uh or not listened through looked through and there was one that jumped out to me and i'm not gonna say it but it will be the one that we eventually do i'll just say that okay. there there is <laughs> one of them and we we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but like I I kind of looked through and I was like, all right, we can we can knock them out forever with this one really good choice. So we'll we will cover the picking on series as a whole by way of one really actually good product. <laughs> but we're not there. I, I forget this, so I can't wait to see what it is. <laughs> the the next one here we are doing Mark Jones and Twenty Paces. Yeah, and so now we're getting a little more like pop country. Is this modern? Because it definitely feels like we're moving into that phase. Yes. Okay, yeah, this is 2017. Yeah, I don't know a lot about this guy. What I think is really funny, though, is his bio has his height in it. Yeah, he's 6'7. Uh, which is like, it's not that tall, right? It's not like, is that enough? That you've never seen anybody's height in these. I mean, are you six seven? No, but I'm not that much. <laughs> but like, you know that even at your height, that's I know. that's uniquely tall for people, and he's <laughs> taller than you. <laughs> Why? Do they say that when they're five feet tall? I don't think well, they do. It's more important to stand out from the crowd than ever. That's the other line of his bio. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like this one because it's like, yeah, it's more of a smooth kind of modern country hit. And again, I listen to this song and I'm like, this could, this could totally be an original. If I, I never heard like... that one to somebody before and I heard this, I'd be like, wow, what a, what a lovely country song. It's clearly only ever been a country song. The last line of his bio, I actually do like a lot. It says, I want to play two kinds of songs, the ones I write and the ones I like. I hope one of them becomes your favorite. I like that because I'm hard time understanding that. It's too late. It's it's basically just saying that like I I want to play stuff that I care about. That it's okay. either something that I wrote myself or something that connected to me oh, in I some see. sort okay, of way. Okay. But okay. I like that he was including them together with that next sentence of like I hope one of them becomes your favorite. Like whether it's my version of someone else's song or one of my own songs. I just want to do something you like. I thought that's a 
pretty nice sentiment. <laughs> like that is nice. Thank it's giving because I was trying to imagine how would he write something that he doesn't like. Like where does that? Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I just think it it gives a reverence to the songs that he's covering. Yeah. That like. Like, I know it's not mine, but I want you to like my version of it. Like, I, I want to put something into it that makes you pick this one. Totally. And I don't know enough of these. I mean, I don't recognize any other covers here. I'm sure there aren't. But yeah, I mean, like, I, would I would I pick this out as, like, my favorite cover of this? Probably not. But I just think it's an... His uh, take on it is... It's impressive the way he like adapts it to just be country song, sound like a country song. You know what this one did? This made it a first dance song. Um, yeah, a first dance song in like Mississippi. Yeah, that's a real place. <laughs> I, Those people count, John. I can't, I can't say for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like there, there's definitely weddings that I that I've been to because I, I have like family and friends down south, not real super south, but like Virginia. Yeah. The the weddings I've gone to down there, like this would be perfect. And like it would be appreciated. I think it's great. Honestly, I would I would use it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of it. But if I was getting married sometime soon, I would consider it. I'll suggest it to my kids. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years from now, they're going to be like, what was that song? <laughs> what, what do you mean it's a 2023 cover of a 1990 song? What do you mean you don't want that as your first dance? <laughs> All right, so this next group, we are, we're in Sweden, you said? Yeah. It's a, a Swedish duo, Smith and Fell. Yeah, they're like kind of big time. I think this is like a Swedish... They win... Famous. Oh yeah, they got millions of listeners. <laughs> yeah, they're like a big deal, I think. Uh, I mean, pop folk is one of those genres that I roll my eyes at, but every now and then it hits right, and this one—it's eh, teetering towards the right side of it. Yeah, I—I'm not I, all in. I'm still having a little eye rolling <laughs> going on, but yeah, I'm not like—I'm not super into it. But it does do something different with it that I appreciate. I think I described it to you as, uh, as, um, oh my god, I already forget the band's name. I, I like uh, Mumford and Sons, what you said. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Mumford and Sons, but like adult light FM Mumford and Sons. I, I like that they go vocal forward. Yeah, I think that's the Mumford and Sons. That's like what I'm hearing. So it says they want a, they're, they're a Swedish Grammy winning pop folk band. Do you think that's a Swedish Grammy or they're Swedish and they won a Grammy? I think there's only one Grammy. Although no, there's Latin Grammys. There's Latin there's Grammys. Swedish. Are there Swedish Grammy? Although Latin Grammys are still American, right? Oh, I thought it was a separate award show. No, you're right. It is a nope. separate award show. The 2020 Swedish Grammy Award. Yep. Oh, it is the Swedish Grammys. Yeah, they won the 2020 Swedish Grammy Award for Composer of the Year. It's just Robin every year. So. <laughs> yeah. I think I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm back in. Wow, they're writing credits for uh, Jennifer Lopez and a bunch of people I haven't heard of. 
account for over 4 billion global streams. I can't even tell anymore with streams. Like, what is a lot of streams? Also, when one of the five, six people listed here is Jennifer Lopez, I feel like most of them are Jennifer Lopez. Give me a pie chart. Alright, I'm done. That's nice. Honestly, I kind of I kind of regret putting this so low. We should have had this up higher. Yeah, I, I do I love the country section. The country yeah. the country chunk of this. I'm I'm all in on the country chunk. But we are out of it with uh I don't know, John, what would you say about this one? <laughs> and this is the rest. <laughs> yeah, the the last two I I legitimately just I love both of the last two. And this next one uh, I have a hard time hearing. Well, let's <laughs> Vincent, just get right into it. Vincent Meisner. <laughs> yeah, this is a a little free jazzy. Is it free jazz? I don't know what you'd call it exactly. Yeah, like, uh, I, I don't. Yeah, Vincent Meisner Trio did a, I think a cover album. Not like totally. There's a couple covers. Not all covers. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a few. It's, yeah, Peter Bjorn and the other guys, young folks. And like that one was uh, much more apparent. Like when, when I heard that one, and like, what was the Beatles one they did? In my life, my but they life? didn't. Like, those are more apparent. Yeah. This one, like you can tell it's in there, but they, they get messy with it. Real messy. It reminds me of when we talked about the Bad Plus. Um, I forget what what song it was, but we talked about some Bad Plus. Song a long time ago, um, and it's weird, <laughs> but I think it's cool. I don't know. I've been going to see a lot more experimental jazz lately, and maybe, and it's a lot. Of, what I've been watching is is pretty out there. So this is like, oh, it's like at least it's instruments that I'm familiar with. I think it's the expectations that mess with this one for me because as a genre i'm not anti that like this this would be something that i would put on but the expectation of i want to dance with somebody and spending a lot of time not paying it off <laughs> makes it difficult well imagine okay so let me frame it for you and you go to a piano bar, not a piano bar, you go to a jazz club, right? Yeah, it's gotta be a jazz club. I go to a piano bar and I hear this, I'm going yeah, to a different a piano place. Bar. <laughs> not a piano bar. It's, I guess they're not smoky anymore, right? But imagine it is smoky, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and people are going up and they're playing with the band and they go back and sit down. And all of a sudden they're like, I know, here's one that you may have heard before. And you never heard anything that night that you recognized. And you hear just like little glimpses of on a dance with somebody. That would be a very, very memorable night for you. And then you're right? like, did I know the other songs too? What I'm happened? pretty sure they played I Want to Dance with Somebody, but I'm not even 100% sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, that it was never awesome. confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Is this a cover of I Want to Dance with Somebody? Like, no, this is like a rough sketch. Yeah, um, that's that's a good way to put worth, it. I think it's worth calling out. Uh, I don't know if it actually ever gets, it gets back to it later on. Uh, but it's yeah, I, I jumped around a little bit and it, it shows up at various places, but uh Let's get back to the high notes here and close out on uh, two just absolute delights. The, this next one, I assume, is German, just from the little bit I know about the German language, but it is Volke. Yes. 
Ich will mit Jamandem Tanzen. Oh, impressive. Tanzen? Tanzen? Maybe? I forget. I took a couple years of German in high school. <laughs> you know German? I was going to say, that's actually pretty good. I wouldn't have guessed that. I forget how the J is in, in German. That was the only one that threw me there. Mit. Will mit. Ich will mit. Cool. I and like it's I know some of it is from it being in a different language but there's like a weird like almost in like a like a high drama teen movie yeah. you know like and we, we haven't had one of those in this episode and like this type of song always has one of those, and we didn't have one until we got to Germany. I mean, yeah, how many other uh, distorted guitars did you hear here? It was Fall Boy and uh, Tragedy. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's in rare company. What would you call this even? Uh, you know, Dark I didn't... Wave. <laughs> I didn't really look into them. Let me see how they describe themselves, or if they do at all. Nope, they don't. They just have 199 <laughs> monthly listening. That's the only thing I know about them. Yeah, I don't know if they actually are still putting anything out. Their last album was in 2012, and this was, I think, 2007. Yeah. We may have been a little late to Isn't that fun, though? Yeah, I, I really like that one. Alright, now this... Oh. <laughs> where where is this next band from? Uh <laughs> It is Sweden. That was gonna be my guess. You know, I'll—I don't know Swedish. I'll never recognize it. It all the, those countries' languages all look just like slightly too familiar for me. As somebody who doesn't speak any of them. So I'm not even gonna make an attempt at how to say this in Swedish. But we have one last one to go out on here, and it is just a an absolute delight. It is the Swedish band Kanditorn. Yeah, this is, this is, I'm going to say, the closest to a straight-ahead cover. Much more, like, you listen to Fall Out Boy and you listen to this, and you're like, yeah, this is, this is more I want to dance with somebody. This is more Whitney's speed than Fall Out Boy. Just the, the MIDI quality of this is oh, yeah. so pleasing for me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> this album too. Uh, it, it's all covers, and it has it has everything. Oh really? For loving you. It has uh, love is in the air. It has oops, I did it again. His girls just want to have fun. 
Oh wow, this this is a lot of great songs. Don't you it's want a, me? There's a lot of strange choices in this one too, because like the the melodies and like a it's so high I can barely hear it. Yeah, I I was wondering if that was like a something compressed over over Zoom or I just. It just no. is mixed that way. <laughs> no, it really is mixed that way. It's like a, it's a weird choice. It's like you said, it's that MIDI. Uh, yeah, there's definitely something I can't, I can't hear. Like for, and like the picture is them with instruments, but it feels like this might be the most electronic version we've had the entire time. <laughs> it is just pure fake. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hearing a guitar. It's something. <laughs> Man, Woo. that is that is our uh, I want to dance with somebody episode. We will be uh, right back with final thoughts and where we're going from here. Ow. All right, we will be back to the show in a minute. We just wanted to take a a step away here and give you the full rundown of our newly launched Patreon. It is uh it is up, it is public. The uh the first episode should be out there by now, but you also get a lot of benefits. Whether that's there or not, you get all the benefits right away. So let's uh let's take them through it. You ready? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I've been really looking forward to this. I can't wait uh to take people on for this ride there's some really fun stuff in here so the uh the first level the kind of the the very basic we just have a one dollar level everything is kind of based on uh release formats so this is the the single level so we're, we're looking at a at a 45 or a single or any Anything of that ilk, but it is a it's a one dollar a month tier. Not not any major financial commitment. You get no ads, so you won't have to hear us doing this if you pay us one dollar. <laughs> and then you'll uh, you'll get Discord access, which means you can jump in. We have uh, we have good conversations going over there from from time to time with each episode, and the more the merrier. So hop in there. Also, if you don't want to give us a dollar, just tell us you want to be part of the Discord. We'll probably take care of that anyway. <laughs> but the ad-free content is the big big part of that first tier. But things start to get really good for our EP tier. This is the uh this is the one I would recommend for the people who are uh, unsure about it. You get the ad-free content, you get the Discord, but you also get the early access and you'll be getting two or three extra episodes a month for the $5. Yeah, this is this is the this is the stuff we're really excited about. This is like, all right, Dan and I don't have all the time in the world. We're like, we're gonna do it every other week. We'll be planning a lot of really fun episodes. That never stops. Has nothing to do with the Patreon. But uh, you know, when Dan and I stop recording and Dan can't stop talking about uh um the mass singer, and we're like, <laughs> should should we do a mass singer rewatch? Uh this this is where things like that would go. So, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of potential for some really fun stuff here. 
yeah, we'll we'll have interviews. We'll have kind of the the shorter episodes for stuff that that doesn't have the the full repertoire of covers. But we have like one or two covers that we really like. This is where those episodes will exist. We'll we'll get little addendums, stuff that had to be cut for time will all show up here. So you you get a lot for for your money at the five dollar level. The completest level. Yeah, you you get you get all the stuff. You get uh, I, I should say I forgot with the one dollar level. You get the uh, outlines and stuff too, and all the all that stuff. So if you are interested in the behind the scenes part, you get all that for the one dollar, and then everything is there for every tier below it. So the next one is the LP tier. So we're going full length here, the ten dollar tier. You get the ad-free content, the Discord, the early access, the exclusive other episodes. But then you also get to be in on the conversation here now. This is where, if you are giving us the $10 a month at the LP level, you get to place your requests, and we will take them. Like, we will, we will be beholden to the requests. If you are making them, those episodes will come out. Oh, and merch. You also get... All, all various forms of merch. This is not quite the apparel level. We, we do have one that is that. This is more the, the stickers and pins and buttons and any kind of random design stuff that we hit on throughout the episodes. This is where you'll be getting those things for the, the $10 a month part. Now, we have two left. These are the, uh, the more lofty tiers, but I, I, I love what you Aspirational. Get. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, if anybody joins these, I will be surprised and thrilled because i do want people in at this level because in addition to all the other stuff we were talking about you also get to become a guest on the show so you can you can throw out your request for what you would like to do and we will build an episode for you to come on and be the guest on and then you also will get a t-shirt at that level that's where the apparel stuff starts coming into play and this is where dan gets excited because dan has a lot of t-shirt ideas Oh yeah, I I love making T-shirts, and I uh, yeah, who knows if people do come in at that level, maybe I'll just start pumping them out there, and you'll get one. Probably not monthly, but it's, <laughs> it's not just a one and done. You get a T-shirt, and we move it on. A whole wardrobe. Yeah, you you can uh, blanket your body and blanket and covers <laughs> T-shirts. But I do want to make a wind T-shirt. <laughs> Harken, harken back to the old days. We haven't, we yeah. haven't mentioned them in a long time, but I do want to make a wind shirt. <laughs> but we have one more, and this is the one that I I would be so happy if anybody joined at this level. It is the $30 box set. You get all the stuff from the other ones, the ad-free content, the Discord, the early access, the exclusive stuff. You get the make a request. You get merch. You get t-shirts. You get to be on an episode. But the one that makes this so much more exciting than all of the other ones for me, you get to be part of our album of the month club. This is what I'd be so excited. I like, I, I would, I would curate this so hard. This would be all I would think about all month is, is what to put in that. I've already started kind of building a list of like, what is the one that I want to represent us? And like, I have like two or three that like, all right, so if somebody joins now, their first one will be in January. What's a great January album? So <laughs> I'm putting a lot of thought into this already, and we are just launching. So 
it's a, a lot of exciting stuff. Lots of different tiers to jump in. If you want to jump in at $1, that's great. You get all the, you get all the stuff that you get there at, and we really appreciate anything you're willing to give us. But also if you're just here listening for free and you're skipping through this, waiting for us to get back to the episode. <laughs> thank you for that. Anyway, the listens yes. go a long way. We really appreciate it. And with that, we will jump you back into the rest of the episode. Thanks. Thank you. And we're back. <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> I'm so pleased, Dan. I feel like this has been living in me for a while since before we decided to do this episode. I've had this. I was surprised how long it took so to get long. to this one. Yeah. <laughs> the, this one is one of the early conversations. And here we are over a year into this and we're finally getting to it. This is the bottomless pit. There's so many. There's going to be so many more like this. Yeah, this might actually be the first one we do a uh, Patreon part two for. (laughs) It's so it's so good. This is such a good song. I love this. This is like such a good love letter to a perfect song. Yeah, I think it does kind of encapsulate just what this song is actually capable of. Because when when you hear it and you're out and you're like, you know what? I'm instantly in a in a good mood, in a better mood, and you kind of gloss over it. But when you hear it, kind of manipulated in so many different ways, and still pretty much across the board work. Like there's there's stuff I didn't like, but it all works. Yeah. Yeah, it all sounds like I want to dance with somebody. It all sounds like they wrote it for. They wrote it themselves. Yeah. So what were your standouts? What did you what did you like? Who's the band you're gonna go check out more? Um Lim Limper Limper Limperatrice? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it badly, honestly. You know the one I'm talking about. Limperat and Limperatrice. The <laughs> Yeah, whatever that Whatever that, that band's one, name is, that is yeah, for, that sure. for sure. Definitely the French one. Check that out. Yes, <laughs> the French one. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think, honestly, Benny Bridges. Like, I think I want to listen to some more Benny Bridges. Not that uh, that new one. The new dance of somebody, definitely not. But but that's Sam Feld with Benny Bridges. So Oh, so maybe that that's Sam, Sam Feld's Feld. fault. I want to see if uh, just Benny Bridges... You know, other stuff sounds similar to that because I would really like that. Um, like I, I want to check out Tragedy, but you know, with a, yeah, tra- Tragedy is a thing a I'll do for there. the show. <laughs> yeah, um, but like I think it's, it's so the same with the Delorean Sisters. Where like I'd like to hear their other because Mother is really cool, um, and I think there could be some other stuff there. Cosby is the other one though. I really want to check out Cosby. Yeah, I think I'll check out Cosby. I mean, obviously the the French one. We're going to keep calling it that. But yeah, obviously that one. Illuminati Hotties, I I believe I've said before that I will check them out. But this time I actually went and saved it. So So moving another step in the right direction with with her. Um, You know who else is? I think Rose Cousins for me. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah. Yeah, I think... uh, 
I think Rose Cousins is the one where I'm like, I, th I think that's going to be the one that sticks. Yeah, that's an interesting one. If, if everything else sounds like that, then I think I'm going to like it a lot. Yeah. But she she's sold as a singer-songwriter, so if she goes back towards what that, that typically is, the acoustic guitar solo voice thing, who knows? But if it stays in that kind of semi-electronic indie space, then I think I'm going to love it. It's worth giving it a try, though. Oh, you know what else I'm going to check out, Dan? Is from that Aiden James. The, he's on... Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Gay the Summer 4. I want to listen to Gay Summer 4. I want to hear there's Akana and Sen Morimoto, like some awesome Chicago bands. Yeah, the ones I recognized on that playlist yeah. are great. And a lot of like new finds that I like to see them all in the same place. It's like, huh, maybe mm -hmm. life has been leading me to this playlist. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what else is on here that I don't know, because I feel like uh, there's some real gems here. Yeah, any any final thoughts before we uh, find out what we're doing in two weeks? Final thoughts. I mean, I suppose I want to thank everyone for indulging me at this because I enjoyed this so much and I had so much fun going through this. Um, I don't know if I like learned anything about myself or the song other than like the song is just as good as I always knew it was. Uh, I think that's the big takeaway for me is that like I. I've always loved this song and its ability to absolutely change a room with like without any help all by itself it changes a room. Yes. To know that it can do that in every genre is wild. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I I want to like uh, it's so interesting that that it's most there's so much electronic music which makes sense right it's a dance song the folky stuff makes sense to me it's always there the country makes sense i think i'm sort of surprised there's not more like rock takes or kind of gloomier takes on it like it feels like i want to dance with somebody who would so easily lend itself to kind of like a creepy vibe yeah uh, that like nobody's really trying there's a lot of space here or maybe I didn't find it. it. Actually, I hope it's just I didn't find it and someone will send that to me. Yeah, listeners, uh, that's your cue. If there's something we missed, send it our way. Uh, also, we have an episode out next week if you're a Patreon listener. So go subscribe to the Patreon and you will get our No Fences Dead Horse Garth Brooks cover EP. Uh, I keep trying to say thoughts like my brain is like say how you feel about it but i'm like no this is a tease <laughs> but yeah that's things that aren't great it's great <laughs> that's on the patreon first level gets it it's only a dollar to get to the first level all the other stuff you get a lot of cool stuff with it too but only takes a dollar to get the extra episodes but you ready to see where we're or hear what we're doing next week yes i'm so ready now this i I know it might not be in your wheelhouse, but it is very perfectly in mine. It is as somebody who I listened to a ton, especially at the time this came out in 2007. We are doing the Dashboard Confessional cover album from 2007, Wiretapes Volume 1.
Oh, I didn't know they had a cover album. So is this after was this after their two big ones? This was you know, that's an interesting question. Let me let me look that up and then I know the first one was like two thousand three or something. Oh no, it was the same year as that Dusk and Summer. Because this was a a thing that he put out on the tour. Like it only recently became available on Spotify. Oh, like since really? we started doing the show. So I wonder if he just got the money or the rights or whatever to finally put these out there. But that's cool. It is a at the time it was a perfect collection of songs by bands I loved and songs by people I wanted to get into. Hmm. So I was like, it, it's a the the perfect playlist of genres that white guys love. <laughs> it's all tell me. I don't know what is it. It's pop punk. So we have we have they might be giants. We have grade. We have men at work. Grade? I don't know grade. Grade's a a hardcore band. They have a few really good songs. Actually, the one that we're gonna talk about here, and we'll we, we'll probably A and B that episode, so you get to hear the original too. Yeah, I'll have to do some studying. But like Towns Van Zant was one that I discovered because of mm. this. Like, there's a lot, a lot, a lot came from this for me, and also just on its own as a start to finish album. I really, really like it. Oh man. So that, that'll be in two weeks. It is the wire tapes, volume one dashboard confessionals cover album. Ooh. I didn't think we'd be talking about dashboard confessional on here. So I knew it was coming the whole time <laughs> when I made my early list. This was the top of the album. list. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. This is going to be awesome. Oh, I'm going to get a peek into uh, into college Dan. Yeah, this is a sophomore in college Dan. <laughs> so yeah, two weeks. We'll see you then, unless you uh, jump on the Patreon, and we will see you in a week. But uh, until then, bye. Why is the world in love again? Why are we marching hand in hand? This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.